All right. So here we are recording a podcast. Shay Carlucci's here again. Hey, everybody. I've uh, roped him into uh, recording with me at 11.32 p.m. Yeah. In my office <laughs> at Cross and Crown Church. I was like, hey, man, come over. Come over tonight and we'll record. And he came over like an hour ago and we were all like cleaning the church. <laughs> <laughs> so if halfway through this thing, you just don't hear me. The heavy breathing will be me sleeping. I'm like, yeah, man, come over after work. It'll be totally fun. He gets here. Everybody's just like mopping and like (laughs) carrying boxes up the stairs. I like have like 30 people like organizing all the music gear. I'm happy to be here. But hey, you know what? We're doing it. And even even better than that, I didn't just rope Shay into doing this podcast tonight. We have another guest all the way from Oklahoma City. A buddy of mine, Ryan Geekus, is with us here. Did I say your last name right? That's right. Dude, Don't that's be scared. Awesome. That's right. Dude, thank you for being here with us at midnight. So this week, we're supposed to talk about the revelation of Jesus Christ, because we're mm-hmm. supposed to be going through, you know, the tracks on the Ghost Ship record. Uh, and, you know, that song was kind of one of our, early on, one of our, like, most, like, scripture-based songs. And that song probably influenced a lot of the songs we've written then, because we've always, yeah. like, written songs. It was one of the first songs that we wrote. Yeah, it was one of the first songs we wrote, and I think since then we've been all about writing songs about Scripture. You know, on our last record, Mediator, First Timothy two five, there's only one God and one mediator between God and man. I really, as I was saying it, I thought I was gonna totally say the <laughs> wrong, wrong verse, which is the like man a... <laughs> Jesus Christ who gave his no, life got as a ransom for all. But yeah, man, we've been all about Scripture based music and the the fact that you almost forgot about it is actually kind of a perfect segue into ryan and this great thing that he has created well you know one thing i've realized since hanging out with ryan is that like we thought we were all about scripture based music (laughs) until i clicked on the versus project.com and then i'm like oh Oh, no, they're really about scripture-based music. They have a rule. You can't even change the words. They're literally putting scripture to music verbatim. Dude, I think that's awesome, Ryan. Thank you for being here tonight. We we want to take a little break, sidetrack from talking about our music because your music is so sweet and it's totally based on scripture and you're like helping people memorize scripture. So we think what you're doing is awesome. So... We're stoked to talk to you about the Versus Project. Thanks, man. First and foremost, before we go into the actual project, uh, before we pressed record, you guys were talking about how, I don't know how you guys met, but haven't seen each other for a long time, but also, in a strange way, both of your lives have <laughs> mirrored each other <laughs> okay, flawlessly. So this is really strange. This is the perfect example of that, is Ryan and his wife, Catherine, are staying at our house right now. They're in town visiting. They're staying with us. Uh, Ryan, I met Ryan like 11 years ago. His wife and my wife were friends in college. I think they were roommates at one point, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so they were good friends in college. I met him at another friend's wedding like 11 years ago. And uh, it was cool to reconnect there when they're in town in Seattle this week. But uh, it was funny, the first day... They were here that next morning. My son wakes up early, and uh, I think 
and I wasn't, I think I would like <laughs> left for work early or something. So it's just Ryan in the living room and my son comes out and Ryan has, at Campbell's this like, point, dad. did Campbell already see him or like, <laughs> no, Campbell hadn't seen him yet. And he's just like, dad, dad. And then Ryan turns around. He's like, Oh no, he <laughs> yeah, thought he it was me he he, from the behind. He totally thought Ryan was me, which brings me to, uh, Something that our wives made us realize the other night we were talking is that like our lives have pretty much mirrored each other from afar. So check this out. 2003, me and Ryan, me in East Tennessee, Ryan at Texas A&M, we're both doing landscaping at a college. How random is that? But then it just keeps going. 2004, we're both working at our dad's church as a worship pastor thing. Then... In 2007, on a whim, I randomly moved to Seattle, where I don't have any job lined up and I don't know what I'm going to do. In the same time, 2007, Ryan moves to Oklahoma City, (laughs) where he doesn't know what he's going to do. And then we both end up working at, you know, reformed churches that we didn't expect at all. That's crazy, (laughs) man. Yeah. Oh, man. It's a lot of fun. No wonder my son cannot tell us apart it was all leading up to this moment (laughs) this is the culmination of literally 12 years (laughs) of just god ordained i don't even know what to call it (laughs) one more similarity is that since we originally met 12 years ago we've both gained about 50 pounds (laughs) now ryan i don't know about you my wife is always like man well, okay. She says you need to lose weight. And then, you know, but she was always careful to give the disclaimer, like, but, you know, you still look good. I still love you or whatever. Yeah, of course. And she's like, I just want you to be healthy. But, you know, <laughs> I can tell she wants me to lose weight, but I'm always thinking, I look back at our wedding pictures and stuff. I'm like, man, I look way better now than I did 50 pounds ago. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't want to be some skinny guy, you know, <laughs> like, like Ryan, you know, if you were fifty pounds lighter, like that, the the giant beard you have, like, just wouldn't <laughs> be a read blanket, as be well. A blanket. <laughs> you would just be like every other hipster. You, you couldn't hold your head up. Yeah, that's right. Exactly, <laughs> man. Over the last twelve years, we've really grown into grown into ourselves. Well, yeah, yeah, I think so. We're filling out finally. <laughs> we but can, anyway, we can shrink back to thirty pounds heavier. Maybe. Okay. My wife used to say, "Like, you need to lose twenty pounds." <laughs> and then a few years later, it's like, "You need to lose thirty pounds." <laughs> and now the F that she's been holding back the whole time—it like fits. You need to lose fifty pounds. <laughs> But anyway, on to the music. I want to talk about Ryan's music. So about a year ago, Ryan and I kind of reconnected. We had a phone call. Um, I was working at Mars Hill Church. Uh, he was working at Bridgeway in Oklahoma City with Sam Storms. And we were kind of like both in Reformed churches, both the worship pastor there, both doing kind of like similar approach to church music. And so we kind of just talked and kind of brainstormed together about, you know, how to do bands at churches. And um, I can't remember, how did how did that phone call happen? Like, how did we reconnect then? I don't even really remember. But yeah, it was around, it was around that. It was around ideas about how to uh, pass our teams well. I was, I was just starting to form bands at Bridgeway. Yeah. So I was picking your brain just on what you guys do. 
Yeah, it, I remember that being a cool conversation. We talked about like bands and raising up band leaders and stuff like that. And then a few months later, or I guess a few months ago, I got a phone call from you about being a part of this versus project thing. And uh, at the time, I was like super busy. I think we were like in pre-production or something for our record. And Mars Hill was melting down, so there was that. <laughs> it was like what was that? It was just complete civil war outbreak in seattle so i was a little like stressed at the time and then you know ryan reaches out I was like hey man would you want to make a recording for this our website and you know do a song based on a passage of scripture and my thought was like oh man i do not want to record any more music right now i'm just not in the place for that but then i went to the link and started listening and i was like oh dude yeah totally yes i totally want to do this because i'm listening to all these like hundreds of songs that are just like passages of scripture to like awesome music and so i literally like scrolled through the website for like an hour just like clicking on stuff all right, so Ryan, what is how did the Versus Project get started? Like, what's the story there? Yeah, um, 2010, um, me and uh, a few of our friends, we were in pastoral internship with Sam. Dude, Storms. I was doing a pastoral internship <laughs> in 2010 Stop. with <laughs> Sam <control>. Norms <laughs> in Seattle. Um, no, and we just we wanted to start memorizing scripture um, more. Realized our own need for it, and I mean, I think any any of us can identify with the fact that it's just difficult. Um, and you know, in the past, I've started memorizing scripture, and we just fade out. You know, it's it's difficult, and it kind of loses its luster a little bit, or <clears throat> didn't seem sustainable. Um, and so we were following uh, Fighter Verses from Desiring God. They have a five-year plan, so they release a verse a week. And um, and so we started following that and realized, um, man, there's no reason that we couldn't be writing beautiful songs to Scripture um, that would help us both memorize and meditate on God's Word. Uh, and so we started writing the songs, recording them on our iPhones. I mean, I remember Joel and I, sometimes we'd be... Uh, in the airport, just recording songs <laughs> on a awesome. garage band. You know, you could make up the little instruments on there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> on, on your phone? phone? Yeah, <laughs> on phone or iPad. little cord yeah, on yeah. The, the piano. So yeah, yeah. hard to play that piano. It's so <clears throat> yeah, tiny. It but we just started doing it and sending those uh, to each other. And, um, I mean, long story short, uh, friends started wanting to have those songs and hear those. And um, we got to a point where we were sending out a couple hundred emails, you know, just to friends and people in Oklahoma City. Well, um, who wanted who wanted to memorize scripture too? So it got to the point where you had like a hundred <clears throat> friends who were like, "Hey, send me these." Yeah, scripture. Yeah. Well, and it was really at that point we were like, "Man, there's something to this. Maybe we should do something more." I think we we kind of launched our first website around that time, and whenever we started the website was probably when it forced us to actually call it the Versus Project. Okay. Um, and so we did, and. Uh, you know, we've been going at it for a little over four years now. And a week, a song a week. A song so a week. So, how many songs three. do you have? I mean, I think on 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 the website right now, there's I think about two hundred songs. No, that is nuts. Oh, there's man. about two hundred songs, and we're on. Um, we're about to we're about to start the fifth year, and really, it'll go back to. Uh, I, I may have this wrong, but I can't remember which year we started on it, but. 
um, once we're done with year five, we may go back and uh, some of those from the first year that were recorded poorly and uh, re-record them. Ah, sweet. Is this project going to go on forever, or is it like a certain period of time you you were wanting to do from the beginning? Or you know, when we first started, it, it was man, let's just get through the five years of the of the scripture memorization plan. That okay, they have. so you've been going off of a scripture plan yeah. that takes five years. Yeah, that's right. So fighter verses is what it's called. Desiring God, I think they really started it. Um, up in Minneapolis for their children. And so for Children Desiring God put together a scripture memory plan that was five years long. Wow. And um, that's what we started using. And uh, and so our goal initially was just get through that five years. Mm. Um, and we're coming up on that. When did you start opening it up yeah, to other th- artists, <clears throat> not just you two? You know, I think initially it was, there's a few. So Joel Olympic, um, who's, who's the worship pastor at Park Church in Denver, and then uh, Chris Clark, who's um, at Redemption Church in Oklahoma City. The three of us were, were handling a lot of it um, early on. And uh, Chris's wife, Emery, would do some. And so within within our church and, and surround, in Oklahoma City, um, we started pulling in other artists. But as, we, as, as that was catching wind, um, we started pulling in some other friends in other cities that had a heart for it. And we knew it, enjoy it, and would get it. Um, and so, uh, since we started doing that, I mean, I really don't know how many artists are on there. Whoa, <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I'm just realizing, I don't think I've ever done a project where I was like, I'm going to do this for the next five years. <clears throat> and then I actually yeah. almost did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think no, me of... me neither. Other than my marriage. That's it. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully it wasn't just five No, no, years. that's right. <laughs> <laughs> it was a five-year goal. Five year covenant. I think I've been That's eating. I think I've been eating McDonald's breakfast every Sunday morning for five years. That's the only thing I can think of. Bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit <laughs> that I've done oh, consistently man. for five years. McGriddle. <laughs> oh man! I mean, the other neat thing too was um, we wanted we wanted people to be hearing God's word, um, memorizing and meditating on it that way. But uh, we also wanted them to see it. And so there was a point when we started pulling in graphic designers and artists uh, to start creating visual art. Yeah, that's sweet. That's one of the first things that like kind of drew me in when I clicked the link uh, with the Versus Project was all the like beautiful design that went with each song. And so I guess you get you get an artist to create something for each verse that you do. That's right. Well, that's pretty crazy. Does the plan go through like the whole Bible? Like at this point, are you like a portion of the way through the Bible or how does that work? Yeah, they mix it up really well. They, they do a good job. I mean, part of why we, you know, use them is I think they do a good job of finding scripture that's very applicable and, and good for us to be memorizing and meditating on. So, I mean, it's pieces of scripture that equip you, you know, yeah. want, I mean, to fight sin. And so, I mean... <clears throat> I think uh, they do a good job of that. And so, I mean, it's Old Testament, New Testament, some from the Psalms. And, you know, typically whenever you're songwriting, you initially would go to the Psalms. I mean, Mm -hmm. that's the natural thing. Yeah. Um, But we love the fact that some of these, they're not. (laughs) Some are Old Testament, some are from Proverbs, and it's challenging as a songwriter. Yeah, Totally. I've noticed you guys have tackled some, like, I mean, because you do have the rule of, like, not changing the words of the verse, right? Yeah. 
So, I mean, that's that's takes a lot of discipline. I notice when I'm listening to it, you guys have tackled a lot of like difficult text that I think was, it must have been difficult to make it into like a singable song. But like, that's the kind of the genius of it is I feel like you guys have turned it into like songs you can sing, which yeah. is pretty cool. Yeah. Well, let's listen to one. See, like me and Shay always cheat. Like, you know, <laughs> we, we take out the parts that we don't either agree with or are hard to sing or I'm just <laughs> no, it's, as a songwriter, it, it it is challenging. I mean, it's it, one. It's there's a piece of it that's really freeing. Yeah, um, you're yeah. not having to come up with lyrics, um, mm-hmm. and you know that what you're singing is true and it's good. Um, the difficult part is you wouldn't always use those phrases or those words. Yeah, yeah. and finding um, and so it as a songwriter, you really it sharpens you in ways that. Um, it wouldn't in other ways of songwriting. So actually, before we listen to the first song, I'm curious, do you usually start with the music and then add the verse, or do you feel like the the actual scripture kind of forms the song and forms the music? You build it off of that, or does it, does it vary? It probably varies, um, but I would say we do... At least the way I would approach it, we we do want the music to match um, a little bit of what what the scripture is saying. I mean, there's some that have been extremely difficult. Um, like there's some impeccatory psalms in there, <laughs> like stuff <laughs> oh, that man. gets a little bit more difficult. You got to go into drop D when you're <laughs> yeah, playing that stuff. <laughs> Our friend Aaron Strumpel has done several, and he's handled those really well. Um, for those they're of you who don't know, the imprecatory psalms are when they're when the psalmist was praying for God to destroy their enemies. Like, <laughs> God, please dash their babies' heads on the rocks. Uh, that's that's, it's, that's it's tough, a, man. Yeah. That's that's, tough. that's, that's going, definitely drop D. That's digging deep, <laughs> man. Well, yeah, that was one of the things that like impressed me. Because um, I mean, I imagine there's a lot of music out there that's designed to help you memorize scripture but at least what i've heard it can be like kind of hokey kind of cheesy vibes so when i heard the fact when i heard the music was really good and it was clear that a lot of work had put into like you know singing these verses in a way that it is music it is singable it is like melody that works with what you're saying like that would do that must have taken a lot of work that's that's impressive to me yeah i love that about it both for those who are hearing the music and um and playing the music but then also for songwriters i think another encouraging thing for us has been hearing other worship leaders or songwriters um who've started doing that more um so writing songs from scripture um robbie c has some incredible albums his psalms um, albums, you know, which a lot of those are almost straight scripture, and, you know, and there's no reason that these songs can't be beautiful and, and good. Yeah, man, I think it's a huge encouragement to the church when you're using <clears throat> scripture in a creative way like this. So yeah, let's listen to some of the songs. I want to start with uh, one of my favorite passages, Isaiah 53. Uh, so this is Ryan uh, Ryan's song on Isaiah 53. Uh, what verse is it? He's four. Four and five, right? By God and Surely he has borne our grief. 
transgressions He was crushed for our iniquity Upon Him was the chastisement that brought us Chastisement that brought us peace And with his wounds we are Oh man, I'm kind of getting choked up here in this passage, man There's like so much power in these words, man One interesting thing of what you're doing with this from like a songwriting point of view is the way you've heard this verse this is the third time you've heard it in the song you know and it's not getting old it's not like you're tired of hearing verse four or whatever you're just like but it's like getting in your mind you know yeah yeah like i could totally see how this would help you memorize scripture it's kind of sweet how you can uh after hearing kind of the context of it, going back, you know, you hear yeah. it once, move forward through the, the verse, and then revisit. Is that what you're kind of saying? Yeah, There's totally. Like more depth to it, more. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace. Oh man. Do you guys sing this in church? We have. We've sung this for some of our Good Friday services. Man, I'll tell you what, man. There's not much more powerful than just singing that verse. You know, that's one cool thing about it is like the discipline to not be tempted to try to improve upon scripture and be like, oh, well, I can make this more poetic. It's like, dude. There is nothing more poetic than this line right here. With his wounds we are healed. Outside of this specific project, do you write other music, other songs that aren't just scripture? Yeah. Do you have a preference? <clears throat> or is it just completely different? Different experience it's, it's of writing? Different. Um, I, it's different. I would say I take some of this into my songwriting now yeah. more than I did before. You know, so even songs they've written recently. Um, some out of Hebrews. I don't know if I could give a specific example, but you know we're trying to we're working on an album right now at our church. Um, the songs are all based out of the themes in Hebrews, and um, I definitely approached that differently, you know, than I had songwriting in the past. Um, and so I think it informs the way I, the way I write. Yeah. What what ways has it done that? Like how has it how has it changed the way you write? Um. 
I think so, in some ways in the past, like I, I would uh, take, I would maybe start with ideas <laughs> more than I did start with scripture um, mm-hmm. in, in my songwriting. In, in particularly, I'm talking about songwriting that I I would do um, for the church. You know, songs that would be would be sung as a worship leader. Um, and so I would write songs around those ideas. And I, and I still don't think that's bad. Yeah. And maybe on the tail end, I was going, okay, is this true? How can I, you know, do some of that? I would say most of my songwriting in the last few years has uh, the launching point and um, where it started from has been scripture. And if it that's somehow cool, starts with feelings or thoughts, usually goes the other way around and points to yeah. scripture and pulls from scripture. Yeah. Yeah. Which, which, I mean, again, I don't think we have to put a bunch of rules on it, but yeah. I mean, for <clears throat> for me, it's been it's been really freeing, and and I think any opportunity I have for us to sing straight scripture, I like to do it. You know, yeah, there's, that's... Some, there's something really freeing about it. I, mm-hmm. I think uh, even for the congregation or the people singing, knowing something in scripture, like you can kind of. I don't know what the word is. You can kind of rest yeah. in it. Um, yeah. And you're not having to work as hard to maybe even interpret. I mean, because there's some songs that are very poetic, and I think there's a place for them, um, at least for my congregation. Whenever I'm singing those songs, I like to let them know <laughs> what we are singing and why. Yeah. Um, but, man, when you're singing Isaiah 53, you know, straight from Scripture, um it kind of allows so you to be able it. to rest in it and also just kind of meditate on it. Yep. Where if you're singing a song that might not necessarily be bad or untrue, you kind of get caught trying to find meaning in it to be able to relate to it, you yeah. know? But if it's scripture, kind of have freedom in that. Well, that's one thing I've noticed with our bank is from the beginning, we've really, we've really wanted to like write music that was true, you know, like the truth of the gospel uh, theologically sound music. And I think maybe I resonate with some of what Ryan is saying, because I think maybe we got to that point where we're using a lot of scripture based songs, like for that reason, you know, because mm-hmm. like, I don't feel like I'm a good enough theologian to be able to just write something and like, Oh yeah, this is definitely true. It's already there. Yeah. yeah <laughs> right. Like, so that's why we've right. had people like, you know, other theology guys look over our lyrics and stuff like that. Cause I'm just not confident that something I would come up with would be true. And then it is so freeing to write music based on scripture, you know, yeah. cause you're like, Oh man, it's our foundation. And like, it's so good, man. Yeah. So the prophet Isaiah, he does, he, he does not get any publishing split. <laughs> Yeah, no. this song. we oh. tried to contact him. He <laughs> contact his we haven't heard agent. Back. <laughs> followed his lineage. <laughs> some dude, you call this guy. He's wearing like you know biblical robe, and he's got like an he abacus. Used, yeah, and he's like, he's like, yeah, you owe. <laughs> <laughs> I think he used to work at Crossway, but it's not there anymore. <laughs> All right, so you mentioned uh, some of your news. This new record you're working on coming out of Hebrews. Let's listen to uh, one of your songs. Based on Hebrews 1, uh, 3, 3 through 4. He is the radiance of the glory of God and the exalted. 
his nature and he upholds the universe by the word of his power after making purification for sins he said Having become as much superior to angels as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs as the name he has inherited is more excellent than theirs. He is the radiance of the glory. You know, one thing about it is it kind of makes me want to like never write lyrics again. Because if I sit down and I write something and I'm like, is this as good as this line? He is the radiance of the glory of God. It's like, no. I'll just I'll just I'll just either keep working or just go with that. You know, like it was <laughs> can't really improve on it. So. so what is your favorite? Have you had like a favorite book of the Bible to write out of as you've been doing this for the past four years? I mean, clearly the Psalms are always great <laughs> yeah, because um, they lend themselves to it. So we probably all kind of fight over that, those songs <laughs> when we're looking at the sign-up sheet. Uh, but I mean, truthfully, I really enjoyed the Hebrews um, text. You know, even as I was listening to that one, um, that song is probably a lot more meditative um, than some of the others. Um, some, you know, are a little bit more catchy. They, you get them immediately and it's stuck in your head. I feel like that one sits in those lines a little more. Yeah, I feel like I was I was wanting to hear what was coming. Like I feel like, you know, with like really good lyrics that are dense or like heavy and you have to like wrestle with them, you, after you hear the song, if it's, if it's like really good lyrics, you'll just like sit and like chew on it for a long time. Mm-hmm. I feel like with this, I was like already doing that while listening to it the first time like i was already like oh man like whoa what is he's the radiance of the glory of god like crazy like what does that mean you know and then you're like waiting for what comes next you're like well i think musically that's part of the cool thing about maybe even the song like this um there's pieces of that that scripture that i would maybe if i was reading it i would maybe just read right through yeah, you know, but totally. there's that moment in that one where it was, uh, you know, he sat down at the right hand of the Majesty on high, and then all of a sudden I caught myself thinking about, man, what's that mean? He's sitting, yeah. sitting at the right hand, you know. Um, so I think somehow, even musically, like uh, 
some of the fun, even listening back on songs or as you're memorizing, it, it kind of highlights or pushes out different things that I wouldn't normally catch mm-hmm. um, if I was just reading them. Dude, I was doing the same thing. As I'm, as I'm hearing the passage, I'm like picturing like Jesus in heaven. Like how many lyrics do that for you where you're just like mm. there. Yeah. You're like yeah. imagining like like seeing that scene. Yeah. Like it's so I think powerful. that's one of the coolest things about this project is that like Ryan just said, if you're reading the scripture, how easy is how easy would it be just to kinda like, oh, he was on the right hand side, blah, 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 and go through. But it really yeah. does paint that picture, you know. Where's the part where it tells me what I can and can't do? Like you just can't. <laughs> <laughs> I wanna skip if I pass the part about the part Jesus is the radiance of the glory of God. Like <laughs> But what does that mean? Can what? I, how many times a week can I go to McDonald's breakfast? <laughs> like, let's skip to that part. to find the, the rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's important to mine those rules out of there somehow. So, as somebody who has just recently kind of stumbled across this project, and I'm just now discovering that it actually has a pretty far reach. I met a guy a couple weeks ago randomly who was, the first thing he told me was, oh, you got to check this out. This is so sweet. You probably hear that all the time. Like, how does, what's that? What's that feeling? Man, it's really, I mean, it's really humbling, one. Uh, but two, I mean, I we hear those stories um, of people being excited about them, and we also get emails um, from folks. And, you know, I remember just some about some moms, the stay-at-home moms, and they're like, this stuff has been a lifesaver for me. You know, we've been through this difficult season in life. Um, we get those emails, and I mean, I, it, it really blows my mind. Um, That's but cool. It, it, and it's also just, I mean, I'm sitting here now thinking about that. I get goosebumps. It moves me um, because uh, to think about the fact that some of these people maybe wouldn't have been meditating on God's Word you know, in that moment, but because they had, um, had this music, um, there that they're listening through these things over and over again, their children start singing these songs and quoting scripture. And, um, you know, we hear those stories and, uh, uh, it's a great joy. I mean, it really is. I mean, if there's anything, I mean, people ask me, you know, what are you doing right now? If, if I was to say what's, I mean, this is one of the greatest joys, um, that I've had in ministry the last few years. Wow. By far. That's cool. Well, dude, you mentioned the Psalms. I want to listen to one of your songs here. Dustin Ragland remix with the back of This should be the theme song of like a, a prominent creation creationist nonprofit. <laughs> Reasons to believe. 
Production on these songs is like pretty sweet. Like who's who's producing this music? Um, a mix of people. I mean, back home in Oklahoma City, uh, Dustin Ragland has done a lot um, for us, and um, he's an incredible musician and he's a drummer. Um, uh, Chris Clark has also produced um, a lot as well. Sweet. So yeah, you're like collaborating with a lot of buddies. Uh, on this stuff. Apparently you're friends with uh Robbie C and Charlie Hall, right? Yeah. You guys so you've pulled them into this. That's pretty cool. Let's listen to like one of Robbie's songs. Oh Lord you have searched me. So where do you know Charlie Hall from? Because he's somebody people know. Um. Wait, why is that funny? Is this a normal question? No, I want to play funny. another. I'm going to play another clip of one of Charlie's songs. So I'm just saying, where where do you know Charlie from? <laughs> um, gosh, I mean, originally I met him uh, through my wife, and so she had met Charlie um, back in Texas. I did too. Same year. <laughs> Same year. <laughs> Same year. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, more recent when I moved to Oklahoma City, he he lives in Oklahoma City, is from there, um, and he's worship pastor at a, another X twenty nine church in town. Really? As well. What What's that church called? Frontline. Sweet. Is Robbie at a church in Oklahoma City as well? No, he is in Houston, Texas. Oh. Yeah, dude. And I can't remember the name of the church he's at right now. That's cool. It's sweet to see collaboration. Um, here, let's listen to a clip from one of Charlie's songs here. Never, you could never write like who keeps Israel. Yeah, it's hard to even use Israel. I know <laughs> it rhymes with. It's hard to rhyme. <laughs> and I don't use the word slumber in a lot of songs either. So that's. Yeah. 
This is the thing about the Versus Project, is that you can literally go on there and play music for hours. And it's amazing. Because yeah, it is now 1am, and we've just been like listening to music for like two hours. That's awesome. Yeah. You can, Theoretically, the, you can listen to all the Goship songs. This like, is kind over of a lunch. sweet thought. Theoretically, you could get enough people if this continued to grow. Twenty years from now, you could have the entire Bible oh. in music form. <laughs> Dude. How amazing would that be? Wow! Because they have those audio tapes, like those audio books. Like you could, if we're so, if we're still using yeah. CDs, you know, you can go to Costco and. Just get like a 20. I don't 20... think we're using CDs now. <laughs> well, I, I got a I got an audio book of the Bible last uh, Christmas from my mom. There's like 20 CDs. I tried to it. hand a guy a physical Goship CD and he was confused. <laughs> no, seriously, at church, we're trying to like, dude was like, an old guy was like, I don't have a CD player anymore. <laughs> So he handed it back to me, and I had to like send him a Dropbox link to the record because I wanted to give it to him. He was like in his sixties. But going back, that is a sweet idea. After doing uh, this for five years, and you guys have covered a pretty large portion of scripture, have you guys ever thought about, I don't know, like doing this for the next fifty years and trying to? <laughs> I don't know. Try to put all scripture to music, like every word of scripture to music. I don't know. Fifty years. Come on. Like, that's, no, <laughs> I think you can do it. Uh, man, we haven't. No, not necessarily the whole Bible, <laughs> uh, but yeah. I mean, I think some stuff we've enjoyed the most has been some of the chapters we've done. So, like Psalm one thirty nine, Psalm ninety six. Um, we've done some others, um, and that's something that's a little more recent. Like you guys. Started off doing smaller portions, but now you're moving into... Well, part of it was, part of the, in fighter versus their scripture plan, they they do some of those right in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ran with it, and we've made some albums out of those um, uh-huh. that are available on Noise Trade. But, you know, as that five years comes to a close, and we're thinking about what do we do next, um, I think some chapter projects like that or longer passages of scripture... Um, would be something that we're really interested in, or even taking themes um, from Scripture. So we we partnered with uh, Worship God, the conference, and the, the theme for their conferences was the, was the Trinity. And so we took all Trinitarian pieces wow. of Scripture and uh, did an album with them, and that was a lot of fun. No way, you know. Dude, so so I think uh, projects like that. Um, you need to do all of Ezekiel. Just start there. <laughs> that would be just epic. find the yeah the hardest drop scripture C. to uh, swallow go and understand. Drop C, drop for Ezekiel. Drop C, drop D for uh yeah. No, I mean, but you guys have you guys have written songs from scripture. Yeah, I mean, not like, not word for word. We were pretty close. But what about Revelation of Jesus Christ? We're that's probably the closest that we've been. Word for word. Yeah. I do remember writing that, and it was interesting. It was kind of... The thing about it was I wasn't trying to make it verbatim, but I was definitely like reading through the passage as it went and some and writing the song with the passage. Mm-hmm. I don't think we have any other songs that were written like that, like where it was just like, 
it, it was crazy. We were, I mean, Haley and I were going through a hard time. Uh, it, she just had a miscarriage. We're we're both grieving that. And then I read that passage, and all of a sudden, uh, in the midst of pain, I read the truth in Scripture that, like, right now, right now as I read the passage, Jesus is on a throne, and he's, like, making all things new. Mm-hmm. And so I just remember reading it, the scripture, the truth of that really affecting me uh, personally in the midst of pain as I'm reading it. And then I'm trying to write, I don't know, for some reason, I don't even know why I was doing it at the time, but some reason writing it in my own words at the same time maybe is kind of like a therapeutic thing that just turned into a song. But like... I think the similarity there, like, I don't know, between what we're trying to do with our songs and making it scripture-based and, like, what Ryan's doing with making it, like, actual verbatim scripture is, like, it's really just a good reminder that the truth is in the Word, you know? Like, that's where the power is, you know? Like, that, that's what Paul says, like, the power is in the gospel. And yeah. so it's a joy for us as songwriters and musicians, like... I mean, even if we're writing our own lyrics, if we're singing scripture, whatever we're doing, I think, in whatever angle we're coming at it from and whatever different kinds of projects we're doing, if we can remember that, like, where the power is, that it's, like, in God's word, like, that's amazing. Yeah, and after talking to Ryan and, like, hearing those tracks, it's such a huge reminder. You don't yeah. have to steer away. You don't have totally. to. So, yeah, Ryan, thanks. We appreciate you man, working hard on this for four years because it's a huge encouragement to, like, the church, Jesus Global Church. I mean, we're in Seattle. You're in Oklahoma City. But, like, the project's been an encouragement to us. And, man, putting scripture to music, like, you're proclaiming the gospel through music. And we're just stoked about what you're doing. And we're looking forward to recording something with you uh, coming up here in the next few months. (laughs) Ryan, we love you, man. Thanks for talking to us. Yeah, you're awesome, man. Hey, this is Cam again. It's a few months later. We recorded that interview back in September. It's now January. I'm a little bit under the weather. I'm recording this on my iPhone. It sounds like I've aged like 50 years since talking to Ryan. But just wanted to throw this in here. Shay and I did record a song for the Versus Project, and it's up on their site. Just thought we'd share it here. So this is 1 Corinthians 15, verse 51 and 52. Behold, behold, I tell you a mystery, we shall not all sleep, but we shall all be changed in a moment. In the twinkling of an eye At the last trumpet For the trumpet will sound And the dead will be raised Imperishable And we shall
Yeah. 